In decades past, you opened a business, hung out your shingle, and the customers came. Today, hanging out your shingle means creating an engaging website. The modern consumer is using the internet to find businesses like yours. Are you positioned so you'll rise to the top of their search? Let the Radio Vermont Group Digital Services work with you to make sure you're visible online and to target your marketing to location, demographic, and interest. Learn more at rvgdigital.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Pat McDonald back with you with Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Joining me on the phone is uh, maybe the incorrigible Tony Campos. I don't know. Uh, Tony Campos is the executive director of CVTV. I typed it wrong. It had CCTV all over the station this morning, but that was an error. It's CVTV. And um, I love Tony. Tony, I love you. You are the most energetic most um, kindest man, and he loves Barry. Is that not correct, Tony Campos? Uh, you know, um, I love Barry, but I love Vermont. There I you love go. People, you know, they're yeah. wonderful, wonderful people in Vermont, and I call Vermont my Norman Rockwell. <laughs> Do you know? I used to, when I first moved here, I would say to people, "I hope Vermonters appreciate." where they live, because every place you look, it could be a picture for a calendar. I mean, very rarely do you find something that couldn't fit on a calendar to depict Vermont. It's just beautiful here. So it's anyway. Huh? But the people are, people are yeah. beautiful here. Yes. You know, uh, you saw that with the flood in July. Everyone came out yep. to help one another. And that's what Vermont people do. They help their neighbor. They do. And that's sometimes we forget that until heaven forbid, like the flood, something happens and they're right there for you. Uh, doesn't matter who, what, where, or when, they're just going to help. So, kudos to us, I guess. So, uh, Tony, I, I read a, a, a sentence that um, doing the research. It says, "Public access is what gives you and I a voice in our community and our world." And the people say, "Amen to that." Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your background, Tony, and how you got involved with Public Access TV? Well, I started a video production company back in 1988. Uh, and I remember they are like, why are, you, why are you starting a video production company in Barrie, Vermont? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, things are going to grow. And uh, I loved um, production, creativity. And uh, <clears throat> so I have this little video production company. I'm transferring uh, 8-millimeter Super 8, 16-millimeter films to VHS. <laughs> uh, and I had a network of about 400 photo stores. Remember those? Photo I stores? do. You're going back <laughs> a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, then um, being in this community, I saw a lot of school board budget being voted down uh-huh. and every time they would bring it, it would be voted down, voted down. And then um, I read about public access, PEG, public education government. And I went to Lauren Glenn Davidian uh. up in Burlington who had uh, started a public access. And I sat down with her and I said, how do I start a public access? And she spent, oh, uh, we spent about a year. We created a, a board 
uh, people in our community. And uh, I wanted to bring cameras into the meeting. And our policy is we record gavel to gavel. And we do not edit. And so I started broadcasting council meetings, school board meetings, church services, sports, uh, on Channel 7 here. And I think it was called uh, Helicon Cable. Huh. And uh, then we got a second channel. And uh, I've been doing it since 1992. Good for you. Uh, we created a program at the uh, Van Berry Technical Center called Multimedia. I have a wonderful person I still work with today, Keith Swan. Uh, he um, um, worked uh, teaching the kids. And some of the kids have gone on to do some great things. One of them is uh, Vice President Netflix, uh, head of programming. And another young man is a sportscaster for ESPN. Huh. There's so, a legacy, Tony. That's great. What? You know, you know, Pat, I'm a Rotarian. Right. Right? And uh, Rotary's motto is service above self. And uh, um, I want to share one uh, quick story. <clears throat> uh, I used to volunteer for Camp Tecumta. Uh-huh. For those people out there who don't know what it is, it's the uh, camp for children who have cancer. Uh, free at no charge. And I had a little crew of campers that were my video crew, and we would create little short videos to show at breakfast. And one year, uh, we tried to get every camper doing an activity so their parents could see that they were, you know, engaged. And there was this little girl. Uh, I couldn't get her on camera. Oh, she was so shy. And, um, where uh, I, she was in a, a little girl's cabin, I, I believe, at the time. And, um, uh, you know, so I didn't get a little Katie on tape. And uh, that was in July. <clears throat> and then uh, Carol Day. Right. And I had a talk show. You remember Carol Day? For sure. Well, I just saw you two at the lunch at Sarducci's, which got me thinking. Uh, no, she is a dynamite woman. I love Carol. Oh, well, for sure. So we're going to videotape up at the Tunbridge Fair. And then 9-11 happened that Monday. Oh. And I wanted to cancel. And Carol goes, we're not canceling it. We're going out there and we're going to do our show. Okay? We're not going to let these thugs stop us. So we go out there Friday. We set up the first shot. Pat, I have no energy. I'm not in a good place. Right. I'm so well, upset. Who was back then? Yeah. And so they're breaking down. They're setting up for the second shot. I wander down to the sheep herding competition. I'm just waiting. And all of a sudden I hear this little voice. And uh, running across the competition is this little girl. And her parents are in, uh, chasing her. <laughs> Get down on my knees. And she runs into my arms. And her parents go, who are you? <laughs> goes, he's Tony from Camp Tecumta. Oh, Tony. Clouds, dark clouds lifted. And um, from that point on, every fundraiser I was at for Camp Tecumta, Katie would come and make me a little gift. 
Oh, that'd make you totally cry. I'd break down for sure. That's wonderful, and then, Tony. And then Katie passed away. Oh. But it proved to me that you've got to pass it forward. Right, exactly. You've got to, you cannot, you know, Pat, yeah. I don't do it for myself. I just love people, and I love public access. Uh, public access is a huge part of my life uh, because it informs people what's going on. And you heard this little thing called COVID? <laughs> Just a little. Well, you know how they shut down the state, right? Yep. Everything went remote. Well, the month before, I updated the studio to work remotely. Perfect. And I worked with the uh, city and the town and the schools to get their remote meetings and broadcast them on cable TV. So people who could not go to the meetings in person could still see them and hear them. So uh, we continue to operate, and our communities continue to get information of what was going on. You know, uh, when FEMA came in after the flood, we covered uh, the, um, the meeting at the Barry Opera House. And, um, you know, uh, our system also has closed captioning for the hearing impaired. Oh, that's excellent. And um, uh, the first year of COVID, um, no one could go to any high school sports, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, we had helped this company, Central Vermont Sports Net. Um, Carl Parton. Carl Parton, right. Super. I've had him on the show. He's a good friend. Yeah, he's a wonder, wonderful person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what we would do is we would broadcast all the Spalding girls and boys basketball and hockey games live and stream them on our website live. Perfect. So people could um, be at the game, watch it. And so that's what... Um, our uh, our public access and other public access stations throughout the state we're doing. There's 25 public access stations um, throughout Vermont. Huh. And if you look at it, we're one of the biggest employers in the communications. I think we have close to 1,000 employees. Really? And in in all of the pegs, all of the TV stations? Oh, my gosh. I had yeah. no idea. Uh, Tony, I wanted to um, ask you, over the years, since you've been involved for quite a while, what changes have you seen in, in the shows that you do and in people's interest? Uh, what are they looking for these days? Okay. Um, I just have to correct myself. Um, um, the tech stations in the state of Vermont, we have over 100 full-time professional staff, okay? Yeah. And we train and engage with thousands of uh, people in our communities, from elementary students to senior citizens to government officials or whatever. So, and they produce over 18,000 hours of local programming. Wow. Well, that's still a whole bunch of folks. That's great. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so, what have I seen in changes? Yeah. I mean, people's tastes have changed. They expect to, I mean, everybody's doing Zoom these days. Uh, a lot of people do blogs. They do, um, 
What are some of the other things they're doing these days? TikTok videos. Yeah, TikTok videos and things. Do you help them with all of that? Are you able to uh, teach them how to how to make the time on the air um, effective? Well, I, I don't want. To, I don't think he's a competitor, but you you've heard of Aired Out, right? Oh yes, right. JD Green. Yep. Um, he came to me. He said he wanted to do a uh, a streaming. Um, um, show, and he's out there in the sticks. And I said, "Hey, you know, JD, why don't you just bring everything here to the studio, and we'll help you start doing your show here." Um, and so we helped him. We lit it, audio, all that stuff. And then he got his own equipment, and he moved down in, on Main Street, and he has his own show. So, you know, what we are is stepping stone for people. Right. People come with an idea. Uh, they pitch it to me. I, I can't say no. All right. But they have to pitch it to me. And that way I can help them create a good content show because content is king. Right. Right. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are turning off their radio stations from your show after listening to me, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, but go ahead. Uh, um, so um, I remember at the vocational center, um, we started a, a show called Aired, I mean, uh, the Friday show. And the kids um, did a little short video on what was going on in the school for activities, sports, and all that stuff. And, of course, um, they had to run it by the principal's office for content um, and um, tuning um, our own family's horn, our son Alex, who grew up in the TV studio, I remember he was on a milk crate. He was so small. <laughs> um, him and his, I call it the posse, created the Friday show. And that was, I want to say, almost 15 years ago, and they're still talking about it. Wow. Cool. Because... It was so good. And you've heard of uh, this TV show, uh, The Simpsons? Oh, yes, I have. Okay. Uh, do you know when The Simpsons movie came out, the, we had a, a film commission here in Vermont? Right. And they came to me and uh, they said, Tony, uh, can you help us? Uh, they're asking every state in uh, America with a Springfield to make a short video. And the winning video will um, become the home state of the Simpsons. Oh. Said, what's your budget? And they go, we have no money. <laughs> That's what I work with. I work with no money. And um, I said, all right, I'll throw our resources at you, but our son Alex has to be on it, on the team. And uh, Alex was... I think it was going to be a senior, and he directed it, and he edited it, and we submitted it, and we won. Oh, I knew that's what happened. Excellent. Good for you. No, good good for Alex. Good for Alex. There you go. Little kid. I mean, he put together a little crew, and he was able to walk down the yellow carpet with the creators of The Simpsons, and, you know, it just... I'm very proud of young people. That's great. Because I always tell people, I, you have the choice, you know? 
You have the choice. Well, I'll shout out a kudos to you because you and I did, we interviewed volunteers for the Granite Museum. I don't know, we interviewed a whole bunch of folks and you were an excellent producer. Every, every clip was just, just right because, um, you gave us direction and I listened, so good for me too. Um, but that was, uh, that was a really great series uh, to talk to all the volunteers and why they wanted to help at the Granite Museum. So I've never, I uh, thank you, I bet, over all these years, but that was really cool. Thank you. No, it was good. I mean, <clears throat> well, uh, if I believe in the subject, I, I jump in. I, I jump in both feet. You know, it's like, um, I'm on this committee for uh, People's Health and Wellness Clinic. Right. Which gives free health care and dental. Yep. In our community. Great organization, right? Yes, it is. You don't even have to think about it. So um, I'm going to do a little shout out. I love bowling, right? <laughs> right. I love bowling. Yeah. I, my favorite movie is The Big, Le- Big Lebowski. <laughs> Right? Exactly. You know, the dude. Right. And so um, the year before COVID, uh, our team, uh, our name was obviously not golfers. Uh, we won. And this year, they're bringing it back after COVID. Great. After three. Great. And that's going to be on November 4th at uh, Twin City Family Fund Center. Uh, from nine. And I, I think there's still room. If you register, you can register a team until Monday of next week. Uh, but, um, uh, my team this year is called The Dude Abides. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm trying to raise money, but if you want to send a check into People's Health and Wellness, it's, all their staff, the doctors, the yep. dentist people, they all volunteer. Yeah, I know it's an amazing. I'm actually having Dan Barlow as the executive director, and I'm having him on on October 31st on Halloween to talk for a half hour about people's health and wellness. And the second half hour, do you know Dan is very involved in researching cemeteries in Vermont? And he's got some, he's got a book out and he's got some awesome stories that will just fit in with Halloween. So I asked him to come on that day. Yeah, I know. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I love cemeteries. Oh yeah. He, he's got a, a, this book is incredible. He and, um, uh, his partner, I forget his name, um, uh, but they, they've been doing this research on, uh, the history of, and the symbols in uh, cemeteries, what they mean and what their origins are. It's really, I had him on last year. I just, I just love to go listen to him talk about, uh, about that. But now he is a wonderful director. I, I would think he, would be perfect for health and wellness. And now that they're in their new building, they've been in it for a while, um, uh, right on the circle in Barry, uh, the old granite, uh, granite association. Yeah. Association says, um, the one, the building that they were in, uh, uh, on the outside of uh, outskirts of Barry is getting a little old. So this is a great, um, uh, step up for them. And you're right. Everybody volunteers there. It's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, um, people, if you want to help uh, people who don't have health care, can't afford it, right. are homeless, or you know need dental work, please send right. a donation. And if you want to uh, send a donation in your memo, right, 
I want to sponsor the, the dude abide team. Thank you. It's the team to win. Is that it? The team to beat. Uh, no, I, I'm doing it because I, love, I, I have all these funny bowling shirts. My wife has. <laughs> I should shout out to Cindy too. There you go. Yep. So at the, at your studios, you do obviously videotaping, producing and distribution. Do you, you provide equipment for people? You help them? What, what other, what other services are there that people probably don't know about, uh, uh, public access? Well, you know, we have, uh, people on our staff that are excellent mentors, teachers. Um, again, I mentioned his name earlier in the show, Keith Swan. Yep. Uh, we created a, a multimedia course for uh, NECI, New England Culinary Institute. Um, I went to the late Fran Boyd. Oh, God bless him. I said, you know, Fran, you need a multimedia course in your curriculum. He goes, why? I go, 99% of these kids coming here are watching food shows. <laughs> and I go, in these food shows, there's food stylists, there's writers, there's directors, and there's on-camera talent. And so at the height, um, we would have maybe about 25 young people um, going through our course, and we teach them everything from soups to nuts, um, how to create, how to edit, how to light, how to uh, get good audio. So, you know. That's great. Um so, I mean, don't you love, didn't you love Fran? He did so much for this area. Um, he created, but, yeah. He's a food hub because of Necky. Oh, there you go. Um, and now, um, you know, I don't, you don't want to talk about this so much, but you had New England Cooks, which was a show you did with Carol Day and then your sister, right on, oh, uh, your, I love that, Tony, seriously. Um, oh my. So Carol, she came to me and she said, Tony, I'm, I'm getting along in years, and I want to retire, and I want to go out on top. So I, I said to Carol, I go, you have to give me one year uh, so people can say goodbye to you. Huh. And so we had a magical year. We had a big party after her last episode. Uh, and then my sister, who lives down in Connecticut, uh, Sandy, she was a grade-A student, honor roll. Dean's list. Um, me, I would go to the principal's office, but for different reasons. <laughs> um, I think they graduated me just to get me out of school. Um, you bug them long enough, they let you leave. We were just talking about Carol Day. She is just, she's got more energy today when I, when I met her at Sarducci's. Good grief, Tony. So tell me about her and uh, then your sister on New England Cooks. Which so, I loved. Carol and, and I started a talk show uh, at the uh, Barry Tech Center. It was just a talk show. And uh, oh, I think we did that for five years. Huh. And, you know, I remember the first show, she goes, I don't know if we can talk that long. I go, trust <laughs> me, Carol. Trust me. The two of us, we can talk for days. For sure. And she's funny. She's funny. Um so when we created New England Cooks, I think it was uh, 2005, I built a two TV studio down here in Barrie, downtown Barrie. And uh, we put a, uh, uh, um, a, stu- a kitchen. Kitchen. Yes, a 
kitchen set in there. And I said, you know, Carol, uh, you know, I go, let's tape it in front of a studio audience. And she goes, i never done a cooking show. I go, I haven't either. And I go, how hard can that be? Um, <laughs> Is that famous well, last we, words? Yeah, well, what we did was we brought in local restaurant chefs. And Carol and I became their sous chefs. And Carol played the, uh, we kind of did a vaudeville act. Carol would play the straight man, and I would play the fool, which isn't too hard. Um, <laughs> no comment. I remember, I remember uh, after our first show, Cindy said to me the next morning, she goes, oh, my God, everyone thinks you're acting, and you're not. <laughs> I go, shh, don't tell. That is, yeah. let's keep. Uh, but I found humor uh, engages your audience. Yep, for and, sure. Um, uh I think the fifth or sixth season, we had little children coming to our show because they loved it. And what I would do is I would uh, pick a young child and put them in charge to, uh, you ever see those movie clappers? Oh, right. Yep. Take Take two. Exactly. Yeah, I would have them uh, uh, sit on a milk carton, stand on a milk carton and start the show. And they love that. Um, of course, I would ask for permission from their parents right. first. But then Carol wanted to retire. And um, I still, you like you said earlier in the show, you saw us at Sartucci's. I pick her up. We go to lunch. I laugh. And, you know, we, we talk about things in the past and what's going on. Um, and then, um, you know. We're very, 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 very close. I love that woman. Right. Um, and um, so my sister gets wind that Carol's retiring. And my sister lives down in Connecticut. And she used to do corporate training uh, for uh, companies. And so Sandy goes, oh, can I be your co-host? And I go, oh, God. <laughs> really? So, so Sandy spent the entire Summer watching all of our old shows. They're all online. Um, I'm going to do a selfish plug. NewEnglandCooks.com. Right. We have hundreds of recipes. We have wine shows, beer shows, food shows, um, and it's all free online. So Sandy spent the summer watching all the shows. And Sandy comes and and we have what we call a pre-production meeting because our show is really not scripted. We have a beginning and an end. And the only thing we know is the recipes. And our job is to make sure the chef shines. Nice. And we're here to promote local ingredients, local restaurants. Uh, we even had uh, restaurants from Maine, New Hampshire, uh, come up here and do shows. Um, so um, COVID came. I shut down the studio production. And then um, in June this year, we came back into the studio um, <clears throat> um, and did a live show with a limited uh, audience. And it was great. And then this flood came. Yep, right. So, um, I had a focus. And, you know, and again... Uh, your audience 
whoever's left listening. Um, I started focusing on rotary. I, I love rotary. I mean, I've been a Rotarian, I don't know, for 16 years. And uh, uh, we raised, uh, I think it was $16,000 for uh, the community fund for the flood. Right. And we handed them a check. I think, well, let me see. I'm on, I'm on the website. People want to see what Rotary, our Rotary Club here in Barrie is. It's barryvtrotary.org. Um, and um, so we handed them a check. Let's see, what was it? It was for $16,837. Wow, kudos for sure. Yeah, I mean, and then um, Carl Rinker, I think he was on your show. Oh, yes. About the art splash. I think he raised, um, or Rotary, but he's the leader on that one, uh, $38,000. And uh, next year... We go around to all the nonprofits uh, and uh, uh, charities in our community, have them submit a letter, and then this this year we had uh, I for um, brunch, and we handed out checks to these awesome. charities and nonprofits. Um, and let's see here on December 9th, We've been doing this for a couple of years uh, with the world. It's called World World Rotary Santa Fund. And this year, what we do is we uh, uh, wrap Christmas gifts. Uh. Last year, and, and these are coats, hats, and mittens for infants all the way up through teenagers. And last year, I think we did 219 nice. gifts. And this year, our goal was 250 coats because the need's even greater now. Absolutely. Um, you know, a child who goes hungry and cold cannot learn. So if people want to send a donation, uh, again, go to our very vtrotary.org. But, Pat, as you can see, Tony's M.O., it, it's a worthy cause to yep. help people i'm in it i'm in the game there you go giving back so is new england cooks you're not going to bring it back or i'm going i'm going to bring it back after the holiday i'm going to focus on fundraisers right now well that's a good thing to do you know what i was going to comment i don't know if you did this on purpose but when you called it new england cooks you didn't say new england chefs and I think one of the reasons it was always so popular and I watched it faithfully is because I consider myself a cook. I do not consider myself a chef. And it made me feel more like the show was for me because it's, for it's, it's about cooking, not about chefing. And um, it, it's not, it wasn't intimidating. You know, when you watch Chopped and all those, uh, uh, you, I couldn't do any of that on a bet. Uh, but New England Cooks was something I related to. Well, thank you. Yeah, because I tell people, I go, if Tony Campos can do it, you can. <laughs> there you go. All right. I mean, um, my goal is to have 35 recipes in my portfolio I can do at home. There you go. Really good. Um, and we saw a real uptick in our website visits because of COVID. And what, again, the running gag is, 
the guy sitting, dear, if I have meatloaf again this week, I'm just going <laughs> to jump out the window. You know, so you know, people usually have three or four recipes in their queue. Yep. But the more, the merrier. And I tell people, if you're not baking, cooking is the easiest. You really can't. You can't mess up, up. right? So, Tony, um, you were talking about the Rotary and about uh, people's health and wellness. I also know you are a board member of the Barry Area Development, and kudos to them and, and all of uh, their help during the flood. Oh, I know. I know. And, again, I always believe in causes that have an impact in our community. Uh, Pat, I want to give out some websites. Oh, for sure. Go I ahead. Have... All right. So for people who want to donate, to uh, the um, People's Health and Wellness Clinic. Their website is P as in Paul, H as in Harry, W as Will, C as in Car, V as in Victory, T as in Tony, dot org. <laughs> um, please donate. Or if you have a prize that you want to um, give, like um, a, a weekend for two at Von Trapps. Shout out to Von Trapps. I know they listen. Um, and... Um, uh, please contact them. Uh, they do great work. Great. The second one is uh, the Barry Vermont Rotary. We're going to be turning 100 next year. Wow, big celebration, and, I hope. And we are the first club in the state of Vermont to um, let a woman in. Uh, the uh, Rotary would all, was a men's club, and uh, the uh, Supreme Court said, no, you got to let everyone in. So Barry Vermont Rotary was the first club in the state of Vermont who allow women in. I'm very proud of that. And if you want to donate to some of our causes, we have no salary of Rotarians in our club. We're all volunteers. It's Barry, V is in Victor, T is in Tony, Rotary.org. You go to the landing page and there's a donation button. And they do a fabulous breakfast at Barry Homecoming, best ever, right? Oh, don't get me, don't let me go down that. <laughs> scrambled egg station, and the scrambled egg station is epic. It is. It's great. It's the eggs have to be fluffy, and they have to be cooked. And that's you know, important. Bob Pope, Bob Pope does the French toast <laughs> station. Our rinker does pancakes, and they're like, no, ours is where I go, without the egg, you guys are nothing. There you go. Competition. Good yeah. for you. That so, is a great okay. breakfast, seriously. Yeah, we had ours, uh, because of the flood we had in September, and I don't have the figures for that yet, but uh, I think we served close to 600 uh, Excellent. meals. Excellent. Beautiful day. Um, the last, uh, this last two, one is uh, Central Vermont Community Television. Their website is C-V-T-V, the number 723.org. And we have videos on demand on there. And um, so if you want to see some high school sports, get caught up on uh, Williamstown, Barrytown, Barry City, Barry Unified School District, uh, just click it on. And the last web- website, NewEnglandCooks.com. There you go. I hope that out. comes back. Seriously, I loved it. And I want to be a, in the audience. I would never did that. And I came close a couple of times, but. It's never. a big part. Oh, it's I know. And you know, do, uh, can I ask you, Tony, on the Vermont Media Exchange, maybe you can explain that, but, but can 
can we access that or is it just for uh, the, the stations themselves to pull down videos from other places? It's uh, for the stations to pull down yeah. programming from other stations. But I'm on the committee for the statewide channel. Um, the PEG stations are creating um, a statewide channel that has all the types of content. Oh, great. But, you know, like Orca Media does a lot of videos under the Golden Dome. Right. And, um, you know, so you can see what they're, what, what's going on in uh, Montpelier. Uh, another shout-out for an intern who really made a big Zach Zorn. Uh, do we not love Zach Zorn? I love him. He knows it, too. Zach Zorn started mentoring here through, I think he was 12. <laughs> and and uh, he's yeah. a wonderful young man. And yep. I think he's in charge of uh, production yep. over at Orca. He does a great job. Sweetheart. And will help you. Yep. Over That's over Zach. Again. Yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, I'm blessed, okay? For sure. The thing is, I know I'm blessed. And um, I never want to say should have, would have, could have. Well, um, I don't know where uh, you all fit it all in, though, though, actually. So thank goodness you've got that energy to go on. So you have, uh, a, uh, I counted 11 towns in your area. Each uh, station has its its area. Um, yours is primarily central Vermont, obviously. Uh, and, um, you've got a lot of towns, um, which always have stuff going on, especially in Cabot. Um, and I think I, I just love, I, do you have series like Orca has my show, Vote for Vermont, uh, as a series because we're on on a regular basis? Do you have some series that you videotape? I, uh, had, I had one great series, um, Steve Pappas. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, he had a talk show. Yep. Oh, it was so wonderful. But now he's running two newspapers. He's too busy. Yeah, he's uh, very articulate, very knowledgeable. Oh, what a great interviewer. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I talk about aired out. They started here. And then they move on. So, you know, we're still um, ramping up. I'm, I'm focused mainly on uh, sports. And, um, you know, the content, um, Bear Unified School Districts, uh, we're, they're helping us and we're helping them. Right. They're creating short little videos of what's going um, on in the uh, Barry Town, Barry City Elementary Middle School and the high school. Um, I, one of my editors right now is editing some footage. They had a farm to table oh. uh, at the, um, the new... Um, uh, school um, up there in Barry City. Um, what school is that? Do you? I can tell you're struggling with memory. That's my that's my excuse. Um, I know. But anyway, I listened to a I listened to an interview with you on Aired Out, uh, which was excellent. Um, it's on. I don't know where. I think it might be a link on your website. I don't know, but I I watched it. It was excellent. You know. You know. Just, I hope I didn't bore you or your audience. I hope your audience comes away knowing that they can get involved uh, in their local nonprofits in their own community. Yep. Everyone needs help. Um, go with your passion. Uh, if you have the time, do it. I mean, just. That's really great. I, yeah. Well, I, I thank you for I thank you for the opportunity to be on. I'm like. Oh, what am I going to say? I have nothing <laughs> you to did say. great. Thank you very much. And if you see him 
uh, around. Um, I'm going to call uh, your wife as well because I want to go to that uh, Glenn Miller um, show at the Barry yeah. Opera House. And his wife is the, or used to be, she still is, I'm assuming, yeah. uh, in charge of the office and tickets and stuff. Um, I went to... There's, here's a story. I went to New Year's Eve at the Waldorf Astoria a bazillion years ago when the Glenn Miller band was playing. Is oh that a, is that a memory or what? Just you know, Cindy is taking my Bluetooth away because I love listening <laughs> to big bands. Yep, for sure. She goes, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I love Glenn Miller. Yeah, I do too. String of Pearl, oh, sign me up. Yeah. That's great. Uh, well, Pat, it's been wonderful. Thank you, sir. Um, and uh, so, Pat, um, you're going to be sponsoring my bowling team. What, what, what should I put you down for? <laughs> well, Chad, I will be What? No, no, no. I'm a retired woman I'm, here working on WDEV. So there you go. I need to learn how to retire. Um, but I'll be in touch with you. I would love to do that and come down and check you out. Uh, and that's on November. Where is the date? I just wrote it down. November Gosh. Fourth coming up. Fourth. All right. Nine o'clock. All right. Watch That's out for that team. Thank you. Um, this is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Um, we're going to end the show and thank Tony Campos for coming on. Uh, appreciate it. He offered and I accepted. So there you go. Uh, see you. What is today? Thursday. See you next Tuesday.